Hello and welcome back to another episode of Tryhouse Tells Mysteries of Histories. Today we talk about the Devil's Bible, an ancient manuscript which allegedly was created in a year, but scholars all agree that it should have taken at least 20 years to complete. So how was it made? And how did it get its nefarious name? And of course... Welcome back, Commander. This is Tryhouse Tells Mysteries. Fantasy and history have come together to tease the imagination. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Alright, well welcome back everyone to another episode of Tryhouse Tells Mysteries of Histories. Today we are talking about the Devil's Bible. Also known as the Codex Gigas. Yeah. yeah. If you want to make it sound like it's a mecha from a Japanese anime. I know. Doesn't it? It sounds like a fucking Gundam, bro. Yeah. It sounds, it does. Like, it a sounds like a goddamn Gundam. It's like a pew, 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 pew. But dude, yeah. also, super quick tangent. I've been thinking about how, like, we are basically Gundams and we're just flesh sacks being piloted by our spirits. Anyway, moving on. That's another podcast. Man, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jeremy. <laughs> I mean, hey, if that kind of makes sense. You know, like we're just the flesh, flesh sacks and our souls are yeah, the ones that are. F- oh, yeah. Call me a flesh sack again, please. I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hold flesh your flappy sack. flaps in your holy folds. <laughs> oh, my um, God. <laughs> I feel like if I honestly feel like if people thought that way, though, bro, people would take care of themselves better, bro, because people take care of things that are not theirs better than they take care of themselves. And so if they saw themselves as soul pilot Gundams, maybe they would diet better and go on runs and stuff, you know? Like, oh, maybe I the keep weeboos my body would, in order. would do that. Yeah. <laughs> not sure if anyone else would. <laughs> whoa, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I'm whoa. a fucking mecha? I'm a... Nani? Nani? Let me oil. <laughs> you guys are so crazy. I'll just also say I'm the only one that doesn't watch anime. I used to watch a lot when I was a kid on Toonami Tsunami. But, uh, like, all the new stuff, all the new stuff, I have uh, no idea. Like, My Hero Academia or whatever. I'm like, why is this oh, yeah, big? You What's happening? You gotta watch it. Watch it. You need to watch Castlevania. Dude, that show is incredible. Season three okay. on Netflix, right? Just came out. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, <laughs> Kevin, have you watched it? I, I think I tried to watch the first season or something. Oh, it's dude, been a while. I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll give it a he good. Tried. I'll give it Shut up. college try. He couldn't do it. He was yeah, watching it and was it, like, I'd rather try. be fil- streaming myself play Rocket League right now. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <can> drop out. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, all right. So, um... The Devil's Bible. What is it? It's a big book. There's a devil in it. Was it written by the devil? Was it written by God? Was anything written by God? Some of these questions we'll cover. Some of these we won't. Yes. So first off, (laughs) what the fuck? Okay, so this Bible was created in the 13th century. It's 300 pages long, 320 pages long. It's like, how is it created? Because apparently there's evidence that it was created in a very short period of time by one man. But like scholars believe that just the words alone that were hand drawn would have taken 20 years of nonstop writing. What? So it's like, yeah. yeah. So the, the whole legend of the thing. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> it, would, it, it takes nobody 20 years to write something. Uh, bro, it's 320 pages. pages. Wait until you hear how much it weighs, Kevin. All right, almost as much as your big fat head. So, almost. <laughs> you know, you you got to be impressed. But that's the question: Was it made in a night? Was it made in 20 years? But the crazy thing is, it was definitely made by one person, at least 
one human person. At least. Man, that's trippy. And and it might have included the devil. The yeah. devil might have helped. Were there devils helping? Were there aliens helping? We can never rule that out Bro, it's when we are discussing anything. You know? Always, always, always. Coronavirus? Was it people eating bats? Or was it aliens? <laughs> you know what I mean? One of these days we'll do that episode when it's less sensitive. When there are people when people in the hospital stop going, a beep. That's Wait. when so how big oh is this God. book? Oh uh, Jeremy, God. Jeremy, I'm Jeremy, I'm Jeremy, cutting this off. No. What the hell? What, how I'll big be is honest, the book? I stole that joke from Crystalia. Okay, how big is the book? How big is the book? <laughs> yeah, how big is this? Because to me, when you, the average person, when you talk about writing a 320-page book, it doesn't sound like it just take 20 years. Okay, no. Well, this book was it was 36 inches in length, 20 inches wide, and 8.7 inches thick. Uh, and it weighed 165 pounds. Guys, it weighed more than me. So for everyone who's a European, that's 92 centimeters long, 50 centimeters wide, 22 centimeters thick, and 74.8 kilograms. Orozzi, mate. That's a big-ass book. Orozzi. <laughs> it's a fucking big book. And, you know, if you, if you look at, uh, like, if you scroll down, we have some pictures here. Are we going to show the pictures in the podcast? Can we do that? I mean, I'm recording the pictures right now. This book so if you guys are listening on YouTube, is, yeah. you can see it. There you go. This yes. book is almost as big as my dick. All right. So put that in oh, context. God, I was for gonna you guys. make that joke and I was like, I'll let it pass. I'll let it pass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like if there's a, no. a pack of guys, someone has to make the joke. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We were we were talking about size of something. It was bound to come up. <laughs> yeah, and let me preface this by saying uh that was definitely a joke and definitely one one page alone, much bigger than my dick. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. No <laughs> problem. <laughs> so it's called the Codex Gigas, as we talked earlier. Uh, so it is the largest. You made it sound like extent- three words, Matt. You did. <laughs> the Codex Gigas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. It's the largest extant medieval illuminated manuscript in the world. So what the fuck does that even mean? So an illuminated manuscript means Harry Potter pointed his wand at it and said a Lumos. And that's... Uh, exactly. It's, but it, it's just Lumos. It's not Illumos. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a Lumos-nated manuscript. We don't speak nerd, Matt. No, but speaking of speaking Lumos. nerd, I actually looked up what that exactly is. And it's a. it's basically means it's, it's a manuscript that has drawings and everything is uh, hand, is done by hand. Yeah, it's nice it, and pretty. It's like it's like the type of medieval books that have pictures to the side and the pillars that frame the entire thing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. like the first word of every paragraph is like beautifully scripted. Yeah. Drawn yeah. with Celtic knots and shit. Also, Kevin, you said you looked up what illuminated manuscript meant. You didn't have to look that up, bro. Matt's research already had it right here, bro. A text surrounded and ornamented with colorful decorations, <sighs> initials, borders, and... The best part, small illustrations. Bro. It's a picture book. It's Do you a picture even book. Read my outlines, Kevin. I boom chicka boom boom, bro. Boom chicka boom. They don't boom. have enough pictures. <laughs> we need <Nice>. more pictures. <laughs> okay, here we go. Extremely large illuminated Bibles were common in Romanesque monastic books production. I don't know what I just said, but this Bible <laughs> with its massive page count is exceptional among them. This is an exceptional one. That's why we're doing a podcast about it, baby. Yeah, Romanesque, I believe just means like it was it's the Latin Bible. 
Yes. Oh. Wait, was Latin made in Rome? That was the main language in Rome. I, I, was it made Dude, there? Guys, I, we're I, probably I embarrassing ourselves right now. Why? Like some historian is listening to this and is like, this is, we are most certainly. <laughs> Mysteries of history. Where did they make Latin? Yeah. Also, um, we should probably preface every podcast by saying we're not experts. For, for no, us, no, no, no. we use our knowledge of what entertainment is and we try <laughs> and yeah. we try no. to to explain the great mysteries of history but our i goal do is to be a more shit ton of research yeah matt actually so he does, he's the he does. Closest. <laughs> but he also but my, fails my, basic english sentences <laughs> i mean that's, that's true <laughs> he's like i mean that's true but mentally though for me at least personally and i think all three of us the entertainment is certainly uh takes much more precedence over accuracy <laughs> yeah 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 no of course we do course. try to be accurate of um, course baby because have you listened to these historical podcasts bro i wanted to shoot myself in the fucking face last time i listened to one i was like bro this is two hours i wanted to die after three minutes so oh my god you're welcome for mean. not making that <laughs> wait what i said oh my gosh that's so mean yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna say what the podcast is but it's the biggest one if you oh look up history God. podcast Stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys like that podcast good for you we're not we're not trying to say that you should stop listening to it <laughs> dude you know you know how i describe that podcast that guy the way he talks on the podcast not only does he sound like he always wears a button-up shirt like even to sleep like he sounds like he goes to sleep in a button-up shirt but also the kind of shirt where <laughs> even the corners of the collar button back down to the shirt you know what i'm talking about this yeah. guy yeah, sounds I have a like few he, of those shirts oh yeah no so do i so do i but this guy sounds like he literally fucking does everything sleeps masturbates you know what i mean he'll slide down his pants and like they'll be like oh my god should i take off my shirt no i gotta keep the shirt on <laughs> anyway <laughs> all right segue <laughs> thank you for that image <laughs> We're not those kind of historians, you know what I'm saying? There are there, there's there's that breed, and there's the Matt, Kevin, and Jeremy breed. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, back to the book. <laughs> um, it had book bindings made of wooden boards covered in leather with ornate metal guards and fittings. It's 310 pages now. It was originally 320, and we'll get into that later. And it was covered in vellum, which is prepared animal skins, and it's believed that it used 160 donkeys, the skin of 160 donkeys to craft. Bro, Dear I've Lord. never even seen, I've never even seen more than like one donkey at a time. And so... Yeah, so 160. It's wild to imagine. That's like so it's much a lot of skin, ass. Bro. I'm just imagining like a field of donkeys and every time one of them gets taken away, the others look at each other like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I know, like, yeah. No. <laughs> like the fucking like owner of the donkeys walks to the field and is like, we are making a book today. And they're all just like, ew, ew, ew. <laughs> oh, my God. Those poor you animals. Said, uh, we sacrifice you for literature history. Oh, my God. God, that's fifteen hundred and thirty-five square feet of skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Oh my or, bro, God. 
That's so much skin. Or bro, imagining like uh, if the if the devil actually was like you know allowed the monk to make it. Like every time the monk like you know finishes writing on you know one page of one donkey, the devil just appears like, "Are you ready for the next skin?" <laughs> just like gingerly lays it in front of him. Oh my Here god! Here you go, <laughs> and he poofs away <laughs> onto the next one. And the guy's like, <laughs> the monk is just crying. He's like, another donkey skin. <laughs> Oh my god. And that is uh, the origin of the story of Rumpelstiltskin as well. Dead guy. All right, Jeremy, you, whoever fed you sugar this morning? I actually have been on a fast since I binge ate Shin Ramyu noodles at midnight, okay? So <laughs> It's uh it's quarantine, baby. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm right there with you, man. I've gained so much weight. <laughs> and so the words throughout, they're they're all hand drawn. Yes. Oh, so what's what's so strange about them being uniform? Well, like I don't, I feel like that's no, normal because for writing, like a though. lot of so right? uh, in monasteries they had like scriptoriums where monks would go and they they'd either copy or write books. Um, a lot of the times they were just copying mm -hmm. uh, new manuscripts like Bibles and stuff like that. But you know. Like these books would take like 10, 20 years because they'd make them gorgeous. And over time, you know, like either age or illness, but even like a monk's mood could change the script in very subtle ways. Um, but to, you know, scholars, it's, it's obvious. Because they're like getting old exactly. as they're doing like they're it. They're getting so arthritis they're, probably. So their handwriting changes. This book shows no signs yeah. that the author aged at all during the, the completion of it. Yeah. Or that his writing tools mm -hmm. change because, yeah. you know, like, there's, I'm sure there's got to be, there's, there was less uniformity of that, um, writing that, utensils. Not everybody just had a yeah, ballpoint. that amount of consistency. Bro, it's also so funny to me that, like, whenever we see something of such high quality and consistency, our estimation of human beings is so low that we're like, <laughs> no way a fucking person, that's aliens or the devil for yeah. sure, bro. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I take 15-minute poops. I definitely couldn't make a book like this. <laughs> Stop it. I take long poops too, personally. I've gotten in trouble at work. They're like, "What? What are you? why are you gone for 15 minutes every day? I'm like, bro, I take long shits. Leave me alone. Also, I don't want to make these calls. But anyway. <laughs> we, we really do believe that it had to have been made within a short period of time because of the uniformity. Mm -hmm. Um, and because it was only, it was only signed by one man, which okay. means it had to have taken 20 years plus 20 plus years because 20 years just for writing the words, you know, like each letter one by one. And then it would have taken like another 10 years to draw all those, uh, um, pictures was, uh, letters. was the signature, did the signature say Lucifer? <laughs> no, 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 no. It said okay. Herman, blah, 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 blah. So Wait, the guy who Herman. made Moby Dick. Oh my God, he made this Bible and Moby Dick. The and contributions Dick? he has made to literature are incom, except maybe by J.K. Rowling. But besides that, incomparable. So yeah, so uh, as Matt was saying though, uh, it's well documented historically 
uh, that the book was originally 320 pages, but 10 of those pages were removed, and there's evidence that they were removed deliberately. I saw one story that it was like, oh, they thought after hundreds of years there was a fire in the library and they had to throw the book out of the window and the 10 pages fell out. I don't know why someone wrote that because another account was saying it's clearly evidence they were deliberately removed, but uh, there, no one exactly knows why. Um, there's one theory, the most boring theory, which we're going to start with first because it's boring, is that they were various monastic rules of like, here's how to be a monk. But people thought that if it was rules, those should have taken no more than two pages. Even monks aren't insane people. You know what I mean? Like two pages of, of rules, that's enough. Um, so since it was 10 pages, there's a theory that the stuff on there was too dangerous to humanity. Some people think they were stolen for secret nefarious purposes, you know, founded the Illuminati, whatever, some secret society, some secret thing. <laughs> um, and there's a fictional book called The Devil's Prayer that is totally just guessing, but it does include references that the author, you know, imagined about the Devil's Bible, and the ten pages con uh, contain the um, eponymous Devil's Prayer, and if you say the prayer, it brings forth the apocalypse and ends the world, and uh, some other little theories that I just have about it, possibly um, the formula for coronavirus that the Chinese government used, or... Um, and oh my god, I fucking knew yeah. it was coming. Or instructions of anal hygiene that was sent to Asia, and that's why we have <laughs> oh dabos and, and butt cleaners, and white people just have toilet paper. Uh, well, as of two weeks ago, two, that. three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, two, three weeks ago they did. As of right now, it's not guaranteed. Uh, but yeah, so that's about, that's a, that's the little uh, my little segment on the 10 pages. <laughs> wow, fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to you at the station, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> hey, dude, could it, dude, uh, do you think that like anybody who's a newscaster, they like they're like they have to speak and like okay, that's not newscastery enough. So you want to talk more like this? And they're like, all right, fuck, fuck, okay, let me try, let me try. And they have to pass that before they'll put them on TV. Dude, I think they do. I actually, yeah. there are yeah. like college courses. That, yeah, for there's this like shit. a. Yeah. That'd be such like, a good hi. skit, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like an exam, like a. Uh, you uh, yeah. don't sound important enough. Yeah. You have to talk a little bit higher and a little yeah. bit more condescending. <laughs> it's like Susie, yeah. Susie, you gotta re <laughs> you gotta realize when people see your face, they're gonna see that you're Asian. <laughs> so you need to talk like this to offset that with importance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so the book, the Devil's Bible, contains the Vulate Bible, which is the late fourth century Latin translation. Uh, then it also contains the Old and New Testament. It contains other popular medieval reference works like Chofesus Antiquities of the Jews. Dude, uh, Josephus, that name is like almost like as bad as Timothy and Sanford. <laughs> <laughs> Josephus, yeah, they, Timothy they and Sanford. Sound made up. Yeah. Oh, it's the Vulgate Bible. It's the Vol oh. Vulgate? It's the Vul Vulgate Bible. Okay, yeah, uh, that was just a typo by me. I knew it I knew it had something else in there. Oh, so yeah. is it Vulgate? Can I also say it's so funny that Matt's note says Josephus's Antiquities of the Jews, and then in parentheses, not PC. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Jewish yeah. friend, bro, and I was like, and fuck? I was like, bro, like, I, I forgot what the conversation was or something, and I was like, oh yeah, Jewish people. He's like, just call me a Jew. We're just Jews. I was like, right, the, the Jewish people. He's like, it's fine. We're Jews. And I was like. <clears throat> Jewish people, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Uh, let me well, tell you Well, that's really yourself. interesting. I'll, I'll keep that in mind next time. I call someone, if I am like, oh, well, there's, you know, the Jewish person. I'll just be like, no, that Jew over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a Jew. Yeah, it's not a derogatory yeah. term. It's just Jew. Oh, my Jew. gosh. Dude, I was watching Mark Maron's special, well, I, and he's like, yeah, we're Jewish. And he's like, and we are. I mean, and we act like we're more important. And he pauses. I mean, but we are. We are. But... <laughs> We're special, oh my but obviously God. he doesn't think that because I think he's like an atheist or agnostic or something. Anyway, all right. So it also it also contains <laughs> de bellos y adasio y saldores of Seville's encyclopedia etymology. Uh, I'm not so, really sure what. What what's up? What? What? What is that? Encyclopedia, is that like a book about like everything we know about insects and bugs? What is etymology? Oh, no, that's where words come from, isn't it? That's what we're... Oh, exactly, so it's probably... Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm a fuck. I was an idiot for five seconds there. So, I'm smart now. I understand words. <laughs> so, this is... Uh, so, it looks like a Latin or Spanish uh, record of the history of, of a lot of words. Yeah. Well, okay. it actually, it seems like it takes the form of an encyclopedia arranged by subject matter. Yeah. So it contains much lore of the late classical world, beginning with the seven li liberal arts, including rhetoric, and touches on hundreds of topics ranging from the names of God, the terminology of the law, the technologies of fabrics, ships, and agriculture, to the names of cities and rivers, the theatrical arts, and cooking utensils. Dude, this book... It's like a book version of Target. I'm still not getting why this is called the Devil's Bible yet. Oh, we'll, we'll get into it, bro, because it's the legend. It's like, did the guy sell his soul to the devil? But that's we're gonna that's get into such that a good second. devil voice. Sorry. That was so good, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> bro, that CalArts degree is not going to waste. Continue. <laughs> Just for this book. Whoa, whoa. What's yeah. up? <laughs> And so in this book, they also had the Chronicles of Co Cosmos of Prague. Is it, I have no idea if I'm Cosmos? saying this man's name yeah. right. Cosmos of Prague? Uh, Cosmos was a noble-born man who lived from 1045 to 1145. He only, hold on, hold on. And wore he lived hats. for 40 minutes, bro? That's the shortest life. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. That's less than a podcast, that's, baby. <laughs> that's after Christ, or AD, or AD, whatever it is. <laughs> no. a, yeah, a, a, AD. And uh, he wore many hats, being a priest, a writer, a historian, and wow. father. The dude wrote his. You're thank you, Matt. The dude wrote his. That's an occupation. Magna, magnum opus, and three parts, which is a detailed history from the creation of the world to his death. That spans about a thousand. Mm. Thousand. Or how, how how long is uh, is that? Like six thousand years of history, technically, in the Bible. Like when people believe that, like the Bible. Oh. Don't, yeah, six thousand years Christians of world believe? history, baby. Okay. That the world is 6,000 years old, yeah. Do you know what's such a funny thought for me to think about? That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. A, it totally is a thing, bro. I, I kind of was like, maybe it is 6,000 years old for like a good three months of my life. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty wild, man. But uh, no, you know what's such a funny thought to me, bro? Is imagining, you know how we have years, right? Imagining like two guys that are living in like 245 BC. Like, hey, bro, what year is it? And they're like, oh, it's 245 BC. It's like, wait, what does that mean? It's like, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I'm sure they had. I don't know what the fuck they called the years then. Did they even record years? That sounds like one of the New York sketches. Yeah. Like one of those like New York comic book like sketches yeah, yeah, yeah. or comic strip sketches. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> no, I guess we'll find out eventually. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't know. It must be pretty cool. If there's a countdown. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder what do they call their years though, bro? 
they're like, well, I'm, I've been around for this many days. And he just like puts his fingers up. <laughs> God, people must have been so dumb, bro. How did they count years before Christ and why? <laughs> different places counted time in different ways. One of the most common tended to be the form of reign of the current king. So if you were a peasant, you would probably think of oh, this yeah. as 30th year of the reign of King Tala the Sage and start recounting when a new ruler came along. That makes a lot of sense. That's like what Oblivion did, right? Yeah. Oh, that's no? true. That, that's great, bro. Dude, how would people meet anyone anywhere? They're like, hey, meet me at the tavern. He's like, all right, when should I meet you, uh, ergo? And he's like, uh, meet me when like the sun is like a kind of dark and kind of going down but still like it's like a little bit sunny still and he's like oh oh i think i know that time he's like he points in the sky when the sun is like there ish and he's like oh when the sun is like there ish at the tavern he's like okay see you when the sun is there ish <laughs> wait but didn't they they had like they had uh uh sundials didn't they dude that was like latin america did they have that in like you know and like Europe? I thought I, don't know. I thought God Europe had. I got to Google. No, we don't need to this can be a different podcast, but this is just I feel like I we're having the, uh, the mystery of history. Yeah. How did people tell time? <laughs> I feel like we're having a lot of great skit <laughs> ideas during this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they've had sundials for a really long time. Even in Europe? But do they wear them on their fucking uh, wrists, bro? They probably had to walk to the local sundial and be like, is this what it's positioned correctly? <laughs> like, yeah, walk I to your like local sundial. Maybe in like the town square or something. You yeah, know? sundials were used from the 7th to the 14th century by members of religious communities. Oh my god. Um, bro, you saying that made me think of a funny thing now. So imagine those same two guys I was talking about, right? And they're like, oh... I'm going to go check what time it is to see if it's time to meet, you know, ergo at the tavern. And they both end up at the sundial, the local sundial at the same time. And I was like, oh my God, funny seeing you here. And I was like, oh yeah, I was trying to see if it's time to meet yet. He's like, well, since we're here, you want to just walk to the tavern together? And he's like, okay. And they hold hands and they skip to the tavern. Uh, those two figures were clearly Timothy and Sanford. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's Timothy and Sanford, bro. Like, is this gay if we hold hands? Yeah. Do you care? No. <laughs> So the miscellaneous, so there were, there were other things within the Bible. There were a lot of like miscellaneous medical works. Uh, the Ars Medicinae compilation of treatises. Two books by Constantine the African. Also not very PC or maybe it is PC. Yeah, very, I don't, I don't even know he's, He was African, Matt. It's okay. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I think that's the most PC way of writing that name. Constantine the African. <laughs> he should be grateful his name isn't like Fufumbe the African or something, you know? <laughs> Oh, we can cut that out. <laughs> nah, baby, I'm keeping will. that in. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh my also, god, dude! Ten years from now, that's gonna eat me alive. All right. There were writings on exorcisms, uh, magic formulas, and a calendar with a list of saints and Bohemian people of interest and the days on which they were honored. Their holidays. They're so holidays. that's the boring technical stuff of what was actually in this book. Yeah, baby. Now we get into the legends. All right, here we go. The legend. Legend has it. The book was created by Herman the Recluse, as we mentioned before, in the Benedictine Monastery of, oh, here we go, baby, Podlazais near Trudium in the Czech Republic. And if you're thinking those names are fake, I gotta say I agree with you, but I think they're real. Um, Herman yeah, the Recluse. His pronunciation probably was fake. 
Um, I honestly think that Timford and Samothy are better names than Herman the Recluse. Also, how fucking crazy it is that, like, back in the day, like, they would, like, just, like, call you by what you did. You know what I mean? Like, Kevin, the yeah. streamer. <laughs> Matt, the author. Jeremy, yeah, like Shoemaker. The yeah, there we go. Yeah. Like, Shoemaker is... <laughs> the they cobbler. Call, people's last names are now Shoemaker <laughs> because they used to be Shoemaker. Shoemakers. It's like, well, this is one hell of an occupation. Herman the Recluse. <laughs> I know, Your the Recluse. Is, just, is just, just stay by yourself. I know. They see it out and about. Herman, what the fuck Herman do you think you're doing? You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they seem like he's like, you're not living up to your goddamn namesake. I know. He's like, but I need potato. He's like, shut the fuck up, Herman. You are a recluse. Go back to the monastery. All right. We're going to just call you Herman if we see you out again. Yeah. <laughs> I just sold my soul too. Damn. I know, bro. That's so funny, bro. If we see you out in town one more time, Herman, we're changing your name to just fucking Herman. And you, we know you don't want that, do you? <laughs> He's like, no, I don't want. Recluse is very much cool, all right? I'll stay inside, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is Monk just meant alone. So he was Monk Herman the Recluse, which oh is alone. So he was Herman double alone? <laughs> That's so yeah. funny, bro. So he's even more of a recluse than the other ones. Dude, it's like all the other monks Ooh. in the monastery are like, yo, we're alone, but that fucking dude Herman, though? <laughs> He's really that alone. Motherfucker, that motherfucker is alone, not by choice. All, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So he, he so he was the one who wrote, who put that signature down in the book, So, and he's the only signature in the book, which makes us believe that he was the only person that authored it. So it had to have been him. Okay, also, Herman the Recluse... So there's like a heavy metal band that made a song that I really want you guys to listen to because it's like epic. Oh my god. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's just like noise. This is so loud. <laughs> this is noise. This is fucking noise music for sure. How Fuck did you man. find this song? Uh, I looked up it's in the research, bro. <laughs> It's got 1,100 views. Bro, if this song was playing when I was making The Devil's Bible, <laughs> oh God. I would turn a 200-year job or a 20-year job into a day also <laughs> so I could just get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not listening to any more of that. Dude, it sounds yeah, like I already he's turned screaming. It off a while ago. I can't I, tell if he's yeah. screaming or if there's no words, but there should be lyrics like, I fucking heard it! fucking heard it! I've been working on this Bible too fucking long. I'm a loser. Yeah. And I have no friends. Yeah. The fact I'm reckless is so redundant because I'm already a fucking monk, 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 monk. Uh, that's my version of the song. That's already <laughs> Stay way tuned for the, the Trihouse Films uh, first solo album. Uh <laughs> Dude, Jesus. this is the kind of supplementary content that we should be fucking making, bro. Which is a fucking cover of that song. <laughs> and, this, and, this, and the skits about the stupid historical context we're reading about. Okay, well, should we, should we go into, like, the legend of it? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it, baby. So, <clears throat> it's said that Herman the Recluse had broken his sacred monastic vows sometime in the 13th century. One story. A legend, if you would, tells of Herman the Recluse, having broken his vows, was walled up inside a room, literally bricked up with mortar, so that there was no way out, and forced to write the Codex Gigas, 
which all in all would have taken upwards of 30 years to write. So, so one legend has it where the abbot of the monastery, so Herman broke one of his monastic vows. The abbot of the monastery was like, bro, you broke the vow, man. I, I got to do this, he says, as he's bricking him up into a room. Uh, and then he was forced to write the Codex Gygus. Um, and I guess, I don't know how they were giving him food or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it must have taken him 30 years walled up in a room without anything else to do. Hold on, bro. How funny is it to imagine the abbot just slowly placing brick by brick and like, sorry, <laughs> I gotta do this, <laughs> and freaking uh, thing just keeps on going. Uh, which McCall? Uh, what? Uh, what you McCall it? Ah, oh, my dad came in the room. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, but he just keeps on like bricking up the walls, and then just hit to this Herman, just being like, "Hey, please, no, no, please don't do this." He's for like, like I'm five so hours. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm so and sorry. Like, please, as he's getting please, the mortar out, please, and he's like, yeah. "Oh God!" And it just like he repeats little, for like He like five cleans hours. off his trowel. You know, and he's like still bricking it down. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. It takes time to clean it. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny, bro. <laughs> God, that's such a good idea. So, okay. So this is what happened. So terrified for his life, Herman, as the wall is getting bricked up, is like, wait, no, no, no. Don't do that. I can create the best book the world has ever wait, seen. Wait, this is like a secondary story. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah. So like the first one is that he, they they blocked him up for 30 years to write the book. And then this is like a different more awesome oh more i will start from the story. beginning of the bullet point then another similar yet more metal story is that as punishment the abbot of the monastery decided that herman should be bricked up behind a wall and left to starve and wither away until he died terrified for his life herman was like wait wait no please please don't kill me i can create the best book in the world has ever seen and will immortalize this monastery forever and you know what i'll do it in a year yeah so Herman just was like, you know what? Let's fucking do this. And the abbot, you know, he was sitting there stroking his goatee. I was like, <laughs> I thought you weren't going to use that part. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's we got it. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, I'm down with this. Yeah. So <laughs> Matt's yeah. note goes: the abbot thought for a moment, rubbing the goatee he most definitely had, and eventually agreed <laughs> to Herman's deal. And uh, so, that yeah. brought me joy. That brought me joy to read that sentence. <laughs> so either way, Herman broke vows. Broke his vows, right? Yeah. What vows did he break? He probably left the monastery. I bet you. No, bro, what vows if it, we're, to his we're, name. We're, we're going to get into it. Like a little bit later, we talk about like, okay. okay, what could he possibly have done? What if he touched Fantastic. his penis once? I'm like, did you fucking touch your <laughs> dick, Herman? Get behind the bricks right now. What do you do? Get, but it feel good to me. Hey, Herman. Get behind the bricks. Your Damn name is not Herman. Herman. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Herman the <laughs> masturbator, okay? It's Herman the recluse. Now get behind the fucking bricks and I'm going to wall you up. It's going to take a few hours. I'm going to say sorry once and then don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so Herman the recluse set to work. He went straight to the scriptorium and got all the inks he could. But when midnight rolled around a year later, he knew he wouldn't be able to finish it. So he turned to a higher power. But not God. He looked a little further south. He invoked the devil, offering up his soul to Lucifer, giver of light, to help him finish the illuminated manuscript before his time was up. Voila! The devil worked his mojo, and Herman was able to finish the book before the clock struck 12. He added in a full depiction of the devil on page 290 to thank the devil for his help, or it was the devil himself who wanted to put a selfie into the book. Herman. And that's the legend of Herman. 
Herman the Recluse and his deal with Lucifer. So this is actually probably the the source of most of the legend is that there actually is a page on the book that uh, a page in the book that has the a depiction of the devil. Like, yeah, that's yeah, a real yeah. thing. Yeah, so that's so not the, legend or speculation. It's like the devil. He looks yeah, like a chicken, huge. bro. There, yeah, he fucking does. There's a whole page on 290 with a picture of the devil, huge, 50 centimeters tall. I don't know how to translate in that into <laughs> inches for you Americans. Uh, and on the other side is a depiction of the kingdom of heaven, and it looks a little bit like it's like an actual like you know a diagram like a, like a schematics of of the kingdom of heaven. So what a weird drawing of the devil. It freaking is. Bro, seeing the devil like that, like it looks like his face is like, it looks like a weird, like lizard human hybrid face is smushed into a body that looks nothing like the face. Like, bro, the devil looks like so silly in the port, in this, <laughs> in this drawing. Like if like, I know, if, dude, if, if, if he like appeared if, for me, bro, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, it's just you. It's like, oh, I'll kind of deal with this guy. This guy's a little yeah, bitch. Yeah. I feel like I would kick this that guy, devil in the face and he would fly 50 feet. You know what I mean? That's what the kind of devil this looks like. This looks like a little a little boy has on a devil costume and is like, oh, I'm going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> he, no. The face looks a little bit like Rex from Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, bro. And it has two tongues. It almost looks like a meme face. Like it's like if it had like a single like wonky eye, it would be like a meme face. You know what I mean? It'd be like a Pepe. You know? Yeah, dude. It's absolutely... Not terror inspire inducing at all. No. So yeah, let's let's like describe it a little bit for the people uh, who are uh, listening to the podcast. So the devil is crouched down in the depiction with his arms raised in like a rar pose. Rawr. So he's got a loincloth uh, made of ermine fur and imprinted on the bottom of the ermine fur loincloth are the letters G U C C I. <laughs> i was like what is matt talking about i don't see anything there you know the devil Dude, is a baller matt. bro but everybody a pop, knows a pop culture reference from matt i'm sorry I though know, right? everybody knows the devil wears prada so uh yeah i wanted to make that You're joke right. at the beginning of the podcast where i was like no people make fun of me p-r-a-d-a honestly though the devil's skin bro it looks like nutsack skin to me it looks like he like it looks like he basically yeah. found a man detached his scrotum and then stretched out the scrotum skin and then just wrapped his entire body in it that's what it looks like oh jesus and his nails were able and to that's come why out. it's like a little bit like there are like red flakes on it which are probably like just the blood of stretching it. I, there I, you go. There you go. The ugh. blood cells bursting. And he has like little oh, acrylic God. nails. Like he just went to the nail salon. <laughs> He's got little lame horns. Bro, bull's horns are more intense than his little horns. His horns, bro, look like yeah, uh, you went to- His are dripping with blood. Yeah, but I mean, look at uh, what, what, the blood of what? A chicken, bro? Look how dull the horns are. Like it looks like, his horns look like ribs from Texas Roadhouse that like you've cleaned the meat off and it's just like little ribs and it's like, oh, that, those are your horns. Yeah. Um, wait, did we talk about his like his uh, forked tongue? Uh, Bro, what? His tongue was a utensil? No, let's talk about it. <laughs> so he's got a forked tongue, which represents two things. Either it's it's both like the evil serpent, you know, from legend. And then also uh, like being forked tongued, you know, uh, which means like being untrustworthy. But to my, it, it looks, 
it looks so silly because it doesn't look like a forked tongue. It looks more like bloody Two mandibles. Times. I thought it was so he could lick two guys' buttholes at the same time. <sighs> Kevin's sigh. <laughs> Dad comment. Okay. So, I mean, it really, like, this 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 depiction of the devil really looks like what you'd expect a depiction of the devil would be from a guy named Herman. I, that's, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> I mean, like. It's like, oh, a Herman. You skipped life drawing class this week, didn't you? So like, what? No. <laughs> I didn't skip life drawing class. <laughs> you don't like my devil. Herman, you know what? We agreed that you that when the book was done, I was going to let you out. But you told me it was going to be good after this depiction of the devil. The guy just starts laying the bricks back up. <laughs> you just just stay in there, Herman. He's All right. like, nope. Uh, no nope. <laughs> practice your drawing a little bit more <laughs> but give me the book it's going to be a historical artifact okay bye herman <laughs> <laughs> what could he have done what could herman have done to get the abbot to wall him up popcorn jeremy okay so uh these monasteries like the kind that herman was in they're usually small uh you know they'd have an oratory refectory um i have no idea what, what is a refector oh my god I feel like I should know what these are. No, you know what? I'm not going to talk about it. Matt can explain what they are after. So these uh, monasteries were usually small. And, uh, you know, the rooms they would have in there, they'd have an oratory, a refectory, dormitory. I know that. That's where they sleep. Scriptorium, where they would read their plays. Uh, not really what that's for, but Matt will tell you what it really is. Guest accommodation and outbuild. Oh, you could have guests at the monastery. That's crazy. It's like Airbnb. Come stay at the monastery where Herman's been working on the Devil's Bible for 20 years. Um, and outbuildings where they would go for poo poo pee pee. Um, and so Herman probably was <laughs> one of. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, Matt will explain what all those are soon. Uh, but he likely would have been one of 12 monks living there. 12 angry monks. <laughs> Every day he would have gotten up at the crack of dawn, the butt crack of dawn. And throughout the day he would have prayed or read or worked doing manual labor, you know, just upkeeping. But of course, prayer is always the priority. So probably definitely most of the hours um, he would spend doing prayer. And when he wasn't praying, he was probably doing stuff like preparing medicine, uh, you know, lettering, reading, and probably more praying. And uh, he probably had a garden <laughs> of his own. And there's a decent chance the garden was also used for prayer. Uh, but he probably did. Oh <laughs> <laughs> he probably did spend a ton of time in the scriptorium where he would have written or copied books, drawing up illuminated manuscripts, you know. So he got before he was in these bricks, you know, hypothetically, <laughs> he spent a lot of time in, the, in a more comfortable scriptorium practicing his books, practicing his illumination. You know, Harry Potter gave him the one was like, it's not Lumos, it's Lumos. And Herman's like, Lumos, I'm not cool. And um, so to become a monk... <laughs> He, there are three vows that the monk has to take. One of poverty, I'll always be poor. Somebody gives you a sandwich, you cannot take it. No, you that's a lie, you can take a sandwich, but you have to be poor. Uh, one of chastity, which means oh no gosh. sexy things, you know, none at all. Uh, he couldn't even no listen pee -pee to Rod Stewart. Touches. Yeah, no pee-pee touches. No. Uh, no listening to modern day rap music. 
and uh, one of obedience. And so, you know what I mean? Like, if the abbot was like, Herman, stay. I'm going to wall you up here. You can't get out. <laughs> he can't. He couldn't disobey. He goes like, fuck that. I'm stepping out of these bricks. I'm going elsewhere. You know, he probably was just standing there like, okay, like like a little bitch as the bricks slowly rose around him uh, because that was part of his vows. You know, so no personal wealth, no sexy time. You got to follow the rules. And he must have broken one of these rules. And Matt's guess is that it was the sexy time. That was also my guess. If you recall earlier in the podcast, I mentioned a pee pee touch. Um, Kevin, what's your guess? You think he broke the sexy time rule? Oh, of course he did. That's the one that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, bro. The, that's the hardest to keep. <laughs> bro. Yeah. Fuck, if I was a monk, are you kidding me? Sexy time. He like Airbnb <laughs> monk life, sexy time. He like Louis CK'd it, bro. Like the other 11 monks were oh in the room. Oh my gosh. And he just started jerking off. And the other 11 like, Herman, stop. What are you? We don't want to see this. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you don't like this? how he he's became like, Herman the Recluse. <laughs> yeah. Is there a oh plan nearby God. for me to finish it? Herman. <laughs> so like what? Like what? So walling him up. Would have like would that have been something that the Benedictine monks would have done? It's like what's the validity of this story? So mm. some monks, some monasteries did have prisons. Um, some had torture chambers even um, to discipline uh, disobedient monks and nuns. But strangely enough, at least for the prisons, Benedictine monasteries didn't actually have any of those. However, okay. this yeah. is a quote from the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. For the next thousand years and more, when Christianity was at the height of its power, the church regarded brutality and killing as perfectly acceptable, and no such precautions were thought necessary. Mutilations, branding, and flogging were commonplace. The church found it acceptable for people to be flogged for the most trivial offenses, even for things that are not now considered offenses at all. Amongst them were vagrancy, drunkenness, drinking on a Sunday, having an illegitimate baby, even for contracting smallpox. God, these guys were fucking dicks. That's insane, bro. He's like, he has the smallpox, cut off his arm. Dude. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Human nature is very brutal. Because before you read the quote, I was thinking, oh, maybe it would have had to be like a corrupt Benedictine monastery, you know, like the little pockets of corruption. But it seems here like maybe it would be such okay. a, you know, such something that they wouldn't even think about or care about where they wouldn't even think twice about doing it like of course like of course that happens you know i don't know if like brutality is human nature because like we really don't have much brutality now in like western culture well dude okay i've what? actually this so, is kind I of mean, a, could it be just cultural no sorry dude, what's up this is kind of a tangent, but I've actually been reading Jordan B. Peterson's 12 Rules for Life book, and he was oh, just gosh. talking about this, like uh, just the psychological lens of it. Throughout human history, violence and brutality have been the status quo, and it is only our quote-unquote like advanced modern civilization, social guidelines, social rules that have it much, much more limited in a modern context. But he talks about the nature of, you know, people who would dismember, people who would violate, you know, like obviously murder was much, much more common, you know, in the years of antiquity. And he's like, he talks about how those people, that violent nature, of course, some are more so than others. They still are all over the place today. Like people are still born like that. But they are just they, they are forced to behave differently for the most part because there are much more social consequences now to expressing those feelings, you know? 
Yeah. It's fucking fascinating. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's a fascinating book. So, so what you're saying is like it's in the nature of some people, but not all people. What I what the way I view it currently is, um, I think like it kind of ties onto all this shit, like the good and evil, the snake and blah blah. I honestly feel like we all have all of it inside of us. And just based on like our influences, the pressures, you know, the, the people we have in our lives, the culture we grow up in, that determines how much it is expressed in us. And but I do think some people are more predisposed to it. But I think like in the right circumstances, like most people could be okay with like violence and killing if they felt society also was, you know. Yeah. Okay. So the Pope, the Pope during the uh, time of the Knights Templar's imprisonment, which if you guys haven't, make sure you go listen to our podcast on the Knights Templar. Oh uh, yeah. Two of them. We did two. Uh, so he sent a letter to the King of England who was hesitant to torture the Knights Templar in his prisons. The letter said, we hear that you forbid torture as contrary to the laws of your land, but no state can override canon law our law therefore i command you at once to submit these men to torture withdraw your prohibition and we grant you remission of sins so an interesting thing is guys back in uh back in like you know 1000 a.d uh and just medieval times in general um executioners in christendom wouldn't be baptized until just before death so that their sins could be washed away and the church actually Damn. like agreed with this. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you like don't get baptized." Wow, wow. And they're like, that's, "Don't, yeah, like don't die on accident." That's something. Don't get baptized. <laughs> <laughs> that's some back ass words thinking there. I know. I know. It's crazy. We'll free you of your sins. Also, a rant. Like this is like a tangent fact that I just um read. Also in the same book I was talking about, the word sin actually comes from to miss the mark. And I was like, oh, that's actually not so bad. So it's like, so it, yeah, right. So it's like, exactly, bro. So it kind of has this idea that like inherent to our nature is like, we kind of know what we're aiming for. We kind of have a target. And I think that's why a lot of times when people don't, you know, have meaning in their lives, they have nothing they're striving for, aiming toward, like their lives kind of fall apart. It's almost like it's in our nature to need to aim towards something. You know what I mean? So torture. Uh, was, <laughs> was commonplace at this time <laughs> and definitely could have been a means to discipline monks and nuns during this time so that's valid so he totally could have been walled up in a room like that's not totally out of left field yeah it's very much within the realm of possibility of what we know from these ass backwards times before universal health care oh <laughs> <laughs> History. All right, so <laughs> history of the oh Codex Gigas. Oh wait, Herman's monetary was destroyed in the 15th century, probably yeah, by the devil. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, they haven't honored me enough. <laughs> oh no! Like, well, actually, we've seen a picture. Probably of the played devil, that though. song while it was while it was being destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, we gotta change our voice to the devil, bro, because we saw what a bitch he looks like in that picture. He's like, oh, they didn't fucking listen to me. <laughs> he starts like kicking the walls <laughs> and like, yeah. <laughs> nothing's happening, bro. He's like, my legs are too small. <laughs> he has to use like sprightly magic and like snap his fingers and shit because his physical strength is too minuscule. Oh man, what a bitch ass devil, bro. I would not be tempted at all by that devil. Can I just say, bro? Hey, if you're looking, if you see the, see the picture of the devil in the Codex Guy in the Devil's Bible, 
I just want to say I would not be tempted at all by that devil. I would kick him in the face like dogs that get too close to me when I'm on my daily runs, baby. That's a joke. That's a joke. I don't kick dogs in the face. God damn it. God damn it. I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, Herman's monastery was destroyed in the 15th century. It was razed to the ground during a Hussite revolution, which was the war in Bohemia between the Hussite Christians and the Catholic forces of the Holy Roman Empire of Sigismund. He was the emperor at the time. Somehow Wait, the book who, escaped who the Christians? destruction. Uh the Hussite Christians? <laughs> no, I was making like a stupid, it was an awful pun joke. I said, wait, Hussite? Hussite were these Christians on? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh Jesus is who they worshipped. That's whose side they were on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Somehow the book escaped the destruction and was ferried to the Cistercians Sedelec Monastery and soon after delivered to the Benedictine Monastery in Brnov, which was Brnov. which still exists. It was there kept here from 1477 to 1593, and then Military in 1594, <laughs> thank you, Jeremy, became a part of the collection of the Emperor Rudolf II. During the Thirty Years' War, the book was stripped from Rudolf and was taken to the Swedish Royal Library in Stockholm. In 1697, a horrible fire broke out in the royal castle, and the library was scorched. The book was thankfully rescued by some madman who ran into the library and threw it out a window. This apparently dislodged some of the pages uh, and tore them from the binding, and now we have no idea where those pages were. Some people say that, yes, like Jeremy said earlier, possibly... uh, these pages were removed on purpose or maybe or maybe some of them were removed on purpose and some of them were dislodged during this time um, you know what i th- but you know what i think happened real quick before we move on is like i feel like the book that fell out i feel like a few pages f- like came out and they're like oh look these pages fell out we should put them back in and they put those ones in and like the 10 missing ones were like disappeared some other time uh, deliberately but anyway that could have definitely been the case That's funny enough there's like there's apparently this guy like who was around at the time said that um the book when that guy the madman flew it out like flung it out the window it actually landed on some poor bystander below injuring them horribly the bystander was the bystander was samothy (laughs) (laughs) dude the fucking the big ass book falls and he's like oh did i hit you samothy (laughs) samothy are you okay (laughs) <laughs> Timford, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> That's a big ass book. But you know what's so crazy, bro? Dude, Timford must be so strong because everybody says the book was so heavy. Two oh, people. 65. Yeah, Pounds. but they said two people had to lift the book. They said one person could not do it on their own. So it couldn't just be Timford yeah. throwing it, it at Samothy. Maybe it was... Well, no, it's a 165-pound book. You could lift a 165-pound book. It would just be a freaking ordeal. Hold on, Kevin. Like, I know, could you... lift a 165-pound book. You could not. We need to make that differentiation <laughs> clear. What do you mean? <laughs> 
What do you mean? What? Bro, your calves, oh my your God. calves would literally break in half under the pressure of holding. Wow. Okay, bye. <laughs> Kevin has stick legs, you guys who don't know. So, <laughs> but a tr- but a strong upper body. Okay. Yeah. So he would like lift it with his fucking chest and shoulder, and then the legs down below would be like, "What are those muscles doing?" Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. And then Timford and Samothy run in. They lift the book up together. They throw it out. And since they're the they're the they're all throughout history, they then teleport outside, and the book fucking lands on them. So they both are the throwers and the and the people who get hit by the book. Thank you, Jeremy. Oh no problem, God. bro. It's like an episode of uh, Back to the Future. All right, dude. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the collection was then taken. Uh to the Swedish wait so the collection wait no hold up a second so then it was taken so now the book currently resides in the National Library of Sweden in Stockholm and you can actually see it on display it's actually like one of the main things that the uh, museum is known for so or the the library oh so um wow that's pretty crazy man yeah it is so do we think like did could this a, do we believe in the legend, huh? And do we think that um, he could have created it in a really short amount of time? Okay, okay. I mean, because I feel like I mean that this is time. the end of this is the end. This is the end of our podcast. I mean, that's we went through all the facts. So now we've got to go through what our theories are on the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who wants um, to go first? My theory is, um, freaking Herman the Recluse. <laughs> I feel like love that name. He's Herman the Recluse for a reason. Like he just, he just didn't have anything better to do. I think he probably just he probably just worked on it diligently for twenty years. Like if we're being realistic, like he probably just just went balls. He devoted his life to making this book. Because what the hell else do you have to do? He was a monk, you know. Like, and he already <laughs> didn't like to be around people. And also, he sold his soul to the devil. <laughs> Or aliens. He sold his soul to the devil aliens. Sorry, oh, I always God. have to throw in something weird. <laughs> Is that no, your no, no, final like theory, Yours was too basic. What? Too basic? <laughs> I thought that was a good one. All right, all right. I, I mean, like, yeah. I, I think, think, I think the I think missing pages probably, probably had stuff on it that was that the church wanted removed because they probably were a little bit more like barbaric. Yeah. Mm. Because you know how like torture and everything was commonplace back then. There were probably just like ten pages that they were like, uh, "How to wall up let's someone?" Just, <laughs> they were just like, "We should, we should just take these out." Like, I mean, especially if this man spent twenty years doing this, they're like, "Uh, God, we kind of treated Herman pretty bad. Let's just, let's just yank this page out." Yeah. No. No. no I. 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 I feel that. That it's. I, I mean, I feel it too. Yeah. Right, well, Jeremy, what's yours? All right, here's my theory, bro. My theory. Herman was a very bad boy. You know, he was jerking off all over the place with all the monks watching. They're like, what are you, Herman, stop. They gave him a few warnings. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't listening. So they're they're (laughs) popping up everywhere. Like in the prayer service, he's just. (laughs) Herman. (laughs) Herman, why is the illuminated page here wet? Huh? What is this? This oh is not gosh. this oh is not the ornamentation this, we desire at this why, monastery. Why are these two pieces of vellum stuck together, Herman? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Herman! 
You need to stop this. So they got mad at him. They put him in timeout. They put him in timeout. They put the bricks up around him. And Herman was like... <laughs> permanent <"Herman's>, timeout. <laughs> yeah, permanent timeout. He's like, right there. Masturbate as much as you want. You can't reach us now. And then Herman is like, oh, this sucks. And he starts praying. He's like, oh, please, please, give me a way out of here. Give me a way out of here. Masturbating as he's, as he's praying, doing that yeah. sex magic. <laughs> yeah, and that's why God wasn't listening, because he wouldn't stop touching himself. So the devil listened. The devil appears. He's floating with his stupid little impish he's tail. He's like, touch yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Herman, you're praying, I see. Herman, okay. And he's like, you want a way out of here? Okay. You're going to write this fucking book, bro. You're going to write this book and I'm going to help you. Give me your soul. Give me your soul. And you're going to write this fucking book. Give me your soul. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. the devil is Mickey Mouse. <laughs> He's Mickey Mouse, bro. He's Mickey I Mouse. I believe it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me your soul. Give me your soul, Herman. And I'll give you this really cool book and you can trade it for them to let you out of the, out of the bricks. And then Herman's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, devil. And then so Herman gets the book done in a <laughs> single night. In a single night. And then, fucking, as he finishes the book, he sees the devil transform. It wasn't really the devil. It's a fucking gray, oval-headed alien with big black <laughs> oh my eyes. God. And it's like, yeah, I'm actually not the devil. I'm just an alien, and I thought it would be useful for all of this knowledge to be preserved for your species. And then Herman's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no, sorry, hold on. Oh, fuck, that's crazy. But I bet this will still be good barter <laughs> tool to get me out of stones. And then the alien, like, looks over at all the knowledge he gave Herman to put in the book. And there's ten pages there on how to fucking build alien spacecrafts. And he's like, maybe you guys or don't the- need this one. And the alien rips the pages out. And he's like, I'm going to travel to the future and give these to Bob Lazar. And the alien teleports out of the brick incl- enclosure. And Herman's like, oh, fuck, space travel. Okay, this book as it is is probably good enough already. And he they knocks. They were using like, the exact same technology that Timford and Samothy use. <laughs> exactly. Does that make Samothy exactly. and Tampa aliens? Timford? Exa- probably, probably, bro. Probably, bro. And then that, and that's my theory. And that's my fucking theory. And I'm proud of it. Wow, dude, you covered, like, all the bases. Uh, I don't know if there are any... Uh, wait, what can I say? Yeah. I, uh, okay. So I, I think that he might have. I think that he was probably more likely because the thing is, like, they were monks. They were already in seclusion. So I don't yeah. think, and they had no contact with women. So I'm thinking that it probably wasn't the sexy time. And you know, maybe, maybe he. I, I'm thinking touches. that he probably a lot of monasteries would make beer, like they would make alcohol like wine they had wineries there um so i'm thinking that maybe he was maybe more of a drunk and that's why he was herman the recluse because he would just get drunk and be alone and have sad times with himself maybe a little sexy time too um and uh pee pee touches some pee pee touch pee pee touch dig 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 but uh yeah i'm thinking that you know that was probably the reason. And then the abbot was like, bro, you got you to stop. And he couldn't stop. And then all of a sudden they were like, all right, well, we're going to brick you up. And he was like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. I, I just, I just need like a, like a, like a, like a, like a year and I'll, 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 I'll become sober and I'll, I'll prove that I am because I'm going to create this book for you. That's going to like immortalize the monastery. And the abbot was like, all right, fine, let's do it. And then it got a little bit on and, and he was he was writing the book. And I think during some of his research with all the different books that were part of this devil's Bible, he started like finding some occult books and he found uh, a summoning 
thing for the for the devil, like a spell. And I was like, oh, shit, that is very dark magic. Uh, and he put it away for a while, but then when it was nearing the end of the year and he wasn't even close, he pulled out the summoning spell and summoned the devil. Oh, he summoned the you Lucifer. You what? <laughs> He's summoning the devil. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm doing the sound effects. God oh. damn it. I thought you were like doing like a rap song. I'm on it. So I see it. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he, you know, he drew the pentagram and the little sigils and uh, the devil like uh, rose up from the ground and was like, yo, bro, like you need some help. And he was like, but it's going to cost your soul, bro. Um, and he was like, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Like, let's do, let's take my soul. And uh, he finished it that night. And, um, the abbot was like, well, yo, dude, that's amazing. And he, um, he, he, uh, I like Jeremy so much more. <laughs> <laughs> I like yours so Damn much man. more, Matt. I like yours so oh, much really? more. Thanks, Bro, I feel like, I feel like, you know what? Thank you guys have tuned in the Tri House Mysteries of Histories, and we just gave you three of the best fucking theories that you never would have heard anywhere else. And that, yeah, baby, nowhere is our else. Gift to no, you. none of those other historians know what the fuck they're talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! My gosh! All right. Well, I think um, that kind of covers it for that this was a whole fun thing. One. Yeah, that was that a was fun a, one. The Devil's Bible. We're having a we're having a good time, man. Corona diary. Uh, corona diarus. Whoa. Coronavirus. You were say Corona diarrhea, and I was like, Corona well, I have diarrhea. Heard that some people are dealing with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Try House Tells Mysteries of Histories. Today, you listen to us talk about the Devil's Bible. Um, <gasps> so you can Devil's reach. Bible. Uh, you can reach all of us on uh, Instagram uh, and for kevin youtube so you can follow us on instagram at mysteries of histories uh we post like three times a week we try to post stories as well it's good content uh if you ever want to have like little bits of information or something like that like cool little fun information or see all the pictures we're talking about yeah or see all the pictures excellent content um yeah follow us there um kevin uh if you want to i do other than the Mysteries of Histories podcast, uh, we d- I do all Rocket League content just on Twitch. I'm Tryhouse and Real Tryhouse on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, just Tryhouse on YouTube. All Rocket League stuff. Oh yeah, and I'm Jeremy, not funny, funny guy. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you know, Twitter. Uh, I try to be funny about stuff. Uh, usually, I'm not, and. Um, yeah, th- thanks you guys for for being here with us on another episode. And you know, you know us, man. We'll always uh, keep that content rolling, figuring out these mysteries of history. And I doing also want to say uh, that that uh, you are ahead. funny, Jeremy. You're very funny <laughs> on Instagram. And well, I hey, love thanks. your content. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I think I think you're very funny, and you're such a talented guy. And oh, we shouldn't let the viewers Make out already. We shouldn't let the we shouldn't let the other uh, listeners uh, hear about this. And you know what, Kevin? And you know, what, Kevin, I think you're so talented too, Kevin. And I miss the hair on your chest. And uh, oh, what am I doing? What am, we can't put this in the podcast. But you know what, you guys? Um, <laughs> dig, 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 dig